Hi, everybody. Welcome to Buffy Speak. We are coming to you live and horizontal on this Saturday morning. Um, <laughs> I am... Oh, man, I'm cozy. I gotta tell ya. I gotta, you sound I, cozy. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I've been this cozy. <laughs> it's I'm not the best. Up. Yeah, and my Just roommate's like, cat has decided to uh, lay down with me, which never happens. <laughs> it never happens. But she's in here right now. I think my roommate's door is closed or something. Mm. So, but listen, second place ain't bad, you know? <laughs> That's I'll, still, I'll take it. Yeah, you're, you're still placing. Yeah. I'm you're still placing in the race of her love. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my situation. Um, Beth is having a worse situation. Her computer isn't working my, or anything like that. I want to scream at my computer. Oh, no. But right now it's working. Right now it's cooperating, so I'm trying not to jinx it by, like, doing anything or clicking anywhere. Yeah, just don't move for the whole podcast. Yeah, so hopefully it'll last. Because I, I had a heck of a time editing the last episode because it kept stopping <laughs> and starting. Yeah. Um, but welcome to season five, everyone. Oh my goodness, we did it. We're here. We're in the home we stretch. It. Against all odds. Yeah, we watched uh, Season 5, Episode 1, and it's called Buffy vs. Dracula. That's just what it is. Yeah, and I mean, um, I guess I was thinking that the main reason they chose to do this is just to kind of, like, pay homage to, like, the biggest vampire uh, source, I guess you could call it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of the source of most... uh, Lore derivatives like things that people make like because of yeah lore exactly Mm -hmm. um so it's funny because like the writer was like talking it because originally the vampire that was gonna like help buffy see like the darker side of slaying um was gonna be just like this random vampire but like a cool vampire (laughs) and and (laughs) And she kept, the writer kept saying, like, you know, like, Dracula. And Joss Whedon was like, you know, tra- Dracula is public domain. Like, we can yeah. we can do Dracula. That's so, lucky. I guess just because of how old it is. Yeah, after, um, don't quote me on this, but I from my media law class that I took, I seem to remember that the statute of limitations for when you become public domain is 60 years after your creator dies oh yeah 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 that sounds about right um i had to take a media law class too so i'm pretty sure ballpark accurate i'm pretty sure like public domain for dracula happened in the 1900s somewhere yeah um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and everybody kind of, like, has their different roles that they fill, uh, if you were forced to read Dracula in senior English like I was. Um, I've never read it. Uh, I mean, it's definitely a book. <laughs> it sure is a book. Um, I was bored by it, but I don't know if it's just because I hated my senior English teacher or what. <laughs> I think I was probably just bored by it. Well, it's like a diary. It's set up like a diary and stuff like that. And it, it yeah, like isn't glorifies. it like someone who finds Dracula? Yeah, it's Jonathan Harker who is like one of the people who like helps um, defeat him. Like in this, in this, um, in this episode, Riley is Jonathan Harker, mm. I believe. And then there's also like an older clergyman in the in the books that like helps. Uh, man, what is his name? 
oh man, that's gonna drive me crazy. Uh, but like Giles fills the role of him, and then there's um, Xander fills the role of like Renfield, who is uh, this insane person who like falls under Dracula's spell mm-hmm. pretty quick, and he starts eating bugs and s- stuff like that. So he's doing that too. Um, and then there's two women in the books who, uh, one of them is named Mina, and then I can't remember the name of the other one, but, oh, it's Lucy. Mina and Lucy, and, uh, yeah, and so each of the characters in That's really interesting. this episode, yeah, falls into the role of each, and it's like, it's like a vague, um, characterization, I guess, or vague representation of it. But uh, it's enough that you can kind of tell if you've read the text. But mm-hmm. um, ooh, read the text. Who who the fuck am <laughs> you I? You read the <laughs> the source material. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they did like an interesting little thing, and then obviously at the end of it. Okay, so I guess what they're doing. So it's all really like the book is really kind of infant infantilizing of the women in the book. And the women are super helpless, and the men have to come save them, and, like, the preacher saves them, so it, like, glorifies the church and things like that. Um, organized religion, I mean. And, uh, yeah, so they obviously, like, flip the script in the episode, you know, where Buffy is suddenly, like, not under his spell anymore after she drinks his blood. Mm -hmm. But, um, which is interesting. But, um... Yeah, so they, like, flip the script on it, and they're like, see, look, women can be badasses and stuff like that, and it's, like, great. Mm-hmm. We get it. <laughs> but, um, I have an alarm going off. Okay, never mind. Well. It's off now. But, yeah, so that's kind of what they did this episode, and, uh, and I, I get it. I thought it was, I think it's a fun way to start off, and I think it's a nice homage piece and I think it got their point across really well as far as like um so they're kind of shifting the tone am I right yeah kind of so well this season is very like much about the identity of the slayer Mm -hmm. it kind of started off the the season four finale was a nice um entryway I guess, into Buffy's curiosities about this kind of stuff. And then Dracula's like, you don't even know anything about you. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of, like, stirs up this curiosity in her. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought it was a overall, like, a nice, succinct way to, like, kind of get the point across and pay them. They did a They did a couple of different things at once. And, I mean, this isn't a necessarily, this isn't, like, a plot-heavy episode, do you know what I mean? Like, Not really. Yeah, like, typically we'll get, you know, the, they, they usually kind of, like, come out of the gate swinging, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, on the premieres, and, um, and they really, like, get the ball rolling, and, you know, in, uh, the one where Buffy is, and she's, like, in hell, that episode, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they usually come out of the gate swinging, and in this one they were kind of like, we're gonna ease you into it, we're gonna make it very, very clear that we are shifting the way that this show is going. Mm-hmm. So, which I appreciate. I appreciate that it didn't uh, just come out of nowhere. Like, it, we're we're getting a lot of love put into this as far as, like, seeing Buffy uh, wonder who she could be, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of what it is. Like, Buffy knows who she is right now, but who could she be? Yeah, yeah. 
It's like, what does Dracula say when they're, like, in the big fight? He says, like, oh, no. No, never mind. I'm thinking of, I was reading up on um, the, uh, like, the, you know, behind the scenes and, like, all the facts and stuff. And there's a, there was a proposed ending of her, her, like, quote, defeat of him where he, like, he's about to jump out of a window and he turns around and he's like, oh, it's such a shame. You could have been great. And then he jumps out the window. Like, she would have been a great and powerful vampire? I don't... I guess that's what he meant, but it's also, Can like... Can the Slayer even become a vampire? Because isn't it, like, a DNA-based thing, the Slayer? Uh, I, I mean, I... You know, if you're going to put try and put logic on it, I would have said... Um, yeah. I guess yeah, so, I but... Um, they... Uh, I think, like... Maybe I'm remembering this wrong. I don't think they ever bring that up in the show. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Oh, you mean uh, whether or not a Slayer could actually be Yeah, I don't think they ever yeah. bring it up, but I think that that would be so, like, twisted. Like, I don't think that that would be, like... I think, I think it would be kind of, like, the same thing. Like, I'm trying to think of an example in another form of pop culture where, like, two things conflict so badly that, like, they just can't coexist. Like, the Slayer... Yeah. I think I think that that's what would happen. Maybe in they and maybe they've addressed it in the comics. I've only read like part of season eight, and then I think I've read all of season nine and ten. Or maybe I, I would assume that if she couldn't become a vampire, they would have brought it up. Hmm. Or if they knew, I yeah, I know? don't think. But yeah, I think maybe the part of that, and this is just me speculating. This is my head canon, as it were. But um. I think it's just never happened before. I think no one's ever tried. And, I mean, maybe... Well, it's also, like, what vampire would want to turn the Slayer into a vampire? Right, because she's already, like, the strongest human. Yeah. Like, why would you want to make her a vampire? She would be, like, the craziest, strongest, absolute, like, insane vampire. Like, there would be no stopping her. Yeah, but at the same time, if I was a vampire and I was evil like that, I would be like, yeah, I'm the vampire who turned the Slayer into a, a vampire. Do you know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. It, it would it be, be a badge like a, of honor. Yeah, it could be. But who's to say? Who's and to also, say? And also, like, what if she turns and then she remembers what you did to her and then she just kills you and then, like, kills herself so that she just reincarnates? Mm. Or would that stop the... Re- oh, my God. We're getting too into it. I don't we're know. Too, I bet the Buffy the boards loop. are talking. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody's asked these questions. Uh, okay, so let's get into it, shall we? I mean, the plot's not super relevant, but we can still kind of go over it. There, let me, so there's the scene, it, we open up on a delightful beach scene. Yeah. Where, uh, yeah, Buffy and Riley are playing football, and then he says, like, you throw like a girl, but it's obviously a joke. And then she, like, straightens up and starts, like, trying to throw actually, and then he, she, like, hits she him, hits in, him the in the face with the It was a funny little gag, I suppose. <laughs> um, and then uh, a rainstorm comes. Oh, yeah, because Willow, like, starts a, a magic fire, you know? Mm-hmm. And a big rainstorm comes, and then we got a brand new intro. We got a brand spanking new intro. Yeah. And, uh, Emma Caulfield is a, a regular lot. now. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, so is um, Riley, and he's got he's got new little clips mm-hmm. to uh, 
for him. For him. That's good for him. Um, what else? What else happens? Willow is archived. Oh, yeah, that was a bit of an arc. Is uh, Willow is helping Giles archive all the texts because Giles is like, well, Buffy doesn't need me anymore, you know? Yeah, he's like, this is all you, like, this will be all you need once I'm gone because I'm just the books guy. Basically, he's yeah, like, I, I mean, I don't train with you guys anymore. Like, he's like, I don't train with Buffy. She doesn't need me. So we can just, once you get all these books digitized, which I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Jenny told him to do that in season two. And he's just now. She did, yeah. Just she now getting around did. to it. Um, He was grieving. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say two years is a good grieving. <laughs> it's been almost three. God, that's yeah. weird. In the show, it's been almost three years since Jenny died. I feel like so many people have died since then, though, that they might not even think about it. <laughs> Jenny who? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they'd be like... It'd be like one of those things where you're like, oh my god, do you remember when Jenny died? Yeah, for real. Like Because they talk way more about Angel going bad than they do about Jenny dying. Right. Even though they're correlated events. It's so, and it's so funny because, like, when in the end of season four, when Riley and Xander were talking about Angel and how, and he's mm-hmm. like, I care more about the going bad and killing my friends part. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, you were friendly with Miss Calendar, but you weren't friends. Well, he tried to kill Xander's friends. That's true. Yeah. He tried to. Like, the only reason, yeah, he definitely would have killed the friends if he wouldn't have been stopped Mm -hmm. he gave it his all the good old college he tried he really tried to kill willow and xander and all of them (laughs) uh but i i see where giles is coming from because he's kind of like well i'm fucking bored yeah and so so he's trying to like move on with his life and figure out kind of what's next for him now that his slayer doesn't need him anymore. But then obviously things uh, things kind of change by the end of the episode. Really long time, mm. and um, like even back to um, like before before Dracula even had like the modern the modern way that we view vampires. Do you know what I mean like it, as far as like right. the capes and the fangs and stuff like that? Like Dracula's the idea of Dracula has been around since you know, ancient times where they would just talk about, you know, like blood blood devils. Yeah. Um, like in really crude terms, Mm -hmm. but yeah, so he's been around a super long time. Okay. So that's what I was thinking. Cause like, I was like, but he still got it. (laughs) I'll give him that. Um, if he, I was going to say like, okay, so if he is like only from like the 1800s, like Spike was born in like 1850 or something like that. Oh no, he's definitely older than the 1800s. Yeah. Okay. So if he's like a child's play, <laughs> if he's like maybe like almost a thousand years old, then maybe that makes sense that he would have like evolved these weird flashy powers that no one else has. Only a thousand? No, I think he's like thousands of years old. Oh, interesting. I think he's, like, thousands and thousands of years old. That's so interesting. I'm going to look it up. I've never actually ever thought about this in my life. How old is Dracula? Yeah, how old is Dracula? It's at least, like, the 1500s. At least. (laughs) It thought it was asking how old is Drake. Drake is 31. How old is Drake? Okay, good. I was like, (laughs) I'm glad that got resolved. 
Um, so Dracula or Vlad the Impaler, you know, just depending mm-hmm. on, but Vlad the Impaler, um, was in the 1400s. Yeah. But, so he's but like you know, Dracula might be, old. Dracula might be like, you know, much older than that. Yeah. But you know, they changed their names. I would too, if I lived to be that long. Mm-hmm. How old? I mean, I'm wow. sure, like... live to be that long? Oh, he... If I live to be that long? Mm-hmm. I'm six... I'm six feet long now. <laughs> I'm 24 long. I'm 24 long. I'm actually not 24. 25 I'm 25 long. Yeah, happy birthday, Beth. Mm-hmm. It happy was my birthday belated. last week. Yeah, it was. Did we record? I don't even remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we did. Okay, well, Count Dracula is an undead, centuries-old vampire, so... Centuries-old. Centuries-old. Good for him. Who knows? Um, yeah, so... Yeah, okay, so she drinks the... She drinks the blood, she sees her first slayer, she, like, calls upon, like, her constitution, I guess, and is like, never mind, I'm not actually gonna become a vampire, and then she fights him, and stakes him... And she's like, how do you like my darkness now? And I was like, wow. Yes. Um, But, uh, yeah, and so she stakes him, and he, like, kind of reappears. Okay, so the thing about Dracula is there's also part of this, um, like, part of his trope, I guess you could call it, is that he never dies. And so, like, at the end of Dracula, there's, like, some ambiguity about whether or not he actually died and stuff like that, and his in his stories kind of typically go like that, mm-hmm. where um, it's like you never really know for sure. Um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just like any other like cheesy horror movie where it's like you can't kill it mm-hmm. no matter what. And so, uh, yeah, so Buffy at the end of this episode, she keeps stabbing him, and then he reappears, and then she stabs him again, and she's like, "I know you always come back," and she's being very sassy yeah. to him. She's like, I've seen um, your movies. Yeah, she's not scared at all. And then, um, and then after that, she goes to Giles's house and she talks to him about how um, she feels like she's embarking on like this new level of slayerdom, mm-hmm. I guess. And she's like, she's like, I need guidance. And she was basically talking about how um, she wanted to like change the way that she's been doing things. And she said that she needed Giles's help. And so I suppose he's no longer going to England, right? Because that's that's what we can assume. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I wouldn't either, right? I mean, it's not like he had anything waiting for him. I guess he has that girlfriend, but you know, when you've been chosen to be the Slayer's watcher, I can't imagine that you'd just like flake on that. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's been wanting for her to ask. She's been wanting. Wait, he's been wanting her to need him. For a while now. So the fact that she came back, I mean, that was all she had to say, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they have this sweet moment. And I'm excited for that, too, because, uh, I mean, I understood exactly why Giles's arc has been the way it is. But I was also, like, getting annoyed, being like, oh, my God, what is he doing? Yeah, I know. He's getting gay <laughs> he's drunk. He's just waiting around. Yeah, he's just waiting around, and he's just becoming, like, this kind of... Uh, like, this oracle where it's like, oh, no, we're facing a problem, and then Giles, like, automatically knows the answer to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'm glad that he's getting a more active role in this, too. And I guess it's only been one season, hasn't it? 
It felt like he'd have been longer. Yeah, I know. He lost his job at the end of season three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh... Yeah, so now they're gonna embark on this... Oh, oh my gosh. Ah. Uh. <laughs> um, so they're gonna, like, you know, become better better slayers. And better together. friends, and because the real answer was love. Wow, the whole time. Yeah. The real vampires are the friendships <laughs> that we slayed along the way. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of, like, where we're at now. I'm excited. I'm I'm intrigued because I don't really see how the Slayer's power is dark. Mm-hmm. Because it's used for good. It's inherently, it's always been used for good. Right. And so, so I'm kind of confused, like, where the, I mean, I'm sure it will become very clear to me soon, but... I'm like, uh, I'm like, if it's always been used for good, like, it's not like it was this cursed power and then somebody came along and changed it. And like part of, like, I didn't realize that part of the Slayer, um, what is it? Like birthright, I guess. Um, yeah. I didn't understand that part of it is being able to resist the darkness. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I guess you have to have a certain amount of stubbornness to be the Slayer, or whatever. I mean, they all seem pretty stubborn, from what we've seen. Yeah, yeah. I've Faith seen, and Kendra. And, uh, and you know Buffy. Mm. And then even the, the first one was like, you're supposed to be alone. Yeah. And Buffy's like, no, I have friends. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they even fight with each other. <laughs> it's a big, but, it's uh, a big Slayer family. So I give the episode... A uh, eight, a uh, eight, a uh, eight. I give it a eight, and um, I think that I mean it's like a it's like I said at the beginning of this recording. I think they did a lot of different things at the same time, and I think they uh, kind of I don't know. It's funny because this is a premiere, but I guess it kind of felt like a tying up loose ends mm-hmm. episode, um, just because the you know the finale of season four was a little bit different than most finales Mm -hmm. uh because usually they they go out with a bang too and so they kind of um yeah so um so i I felt like they were kind of still laying the groundwork for this season yeah which is fine like i said i'd rather it be explained and introduced to me thoroughly than just like dropped in the middle of it Mm -hmm. and we uh didn't we haven't talked about that ending what ending Caroline, did you, what are you talking about? did you not watch the whole episode? Oh my god, Buffy has a sister. Yep. Oh my god, I just read my notes. <laughs> uh, you say you say Caroline. Did you not watch the whole thing? <laughs> I was well because um, yeah. like it. I don't know. I guess it would make it sense. It would make sense if it came to a like a full end after she stakes vampires uh, or vamp not vampires. Good lord! After she stakes Dracula and she's like, uh-huh. "I watch your movies. You always come back." Like that would be a funny, like yeah. make sensey end of the episode. But it's not. Yeah. <laughs> she goes home, and there's somebody in her bedroom, and she goes, "What are you doing here?" And then. Uh, Joyce yells from the other room and is like... Uh, Because she's going on a date with Riley. Who? Buffy's going on a date with Riley. Not Joyce and not her sister. I know. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, (laughs) 
yeah, so she's like, take your sister with you or something like that. And then they both go, Mom! Wait. Which uh, is crazy. I mean, okay, because I've seen... what is that actress Michelle Trachtenberg? It is. Okay. Um, first of all, my vintage Disney knowledge is on lock. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, I guess is she? She's the is ice this, skating like, one. Of her one. First, yeah, yeah, I know exactly who she is. Um, <laughs> you don't have that, to tell me. Don't insult that she's me. The, that she's the ice skating one. Um, but yeah, so I've seen like gifts of Buffy around the internet and stuff, and I've always seen her in them. Uh, but I had no idea that she was Buffy's sister, and so I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bless me. I mean, there's not much to say other than the fact that I was just wildly surprised. Because I don't know anything else about her. I don't even know her name. Well, yeah, I mean, that was... It's kind of like... Because they haven't mentioned her in four seasons. They have not mentioned a sister at all. Yeah. Which is... I'm fine with that. I can accept that. (laughs) Because she wasn't supposed to have a sister until they realized that they needed her to have a... I mean, I'm sure that she... I'm sure that the sister is deeply involved in this story arc, right? Mm. Mm. Non-committal, non-committal. I'm, like clearly, they're in, they're in, they're introduced. When it when a character comes in, like this, yeah, it's just yeah. like obviously there's something. Yeah, something they, just, going they on. realized that she needed. They realized she needed a sister, and they made her a sister. I'm fine with that. I know that a lot of. I know that it, there are a lot of people out there who would be like. How could she have a sister when she's been friends with Willow and Xander for four years and neither of them even knew that she had a sister and they've never even talked about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm with it. I'm like, you gotta do, you didn't know you, she needed a sister. That's fine. That's, you're very kind. You're a very kind yeah. TV viewer. Yeah, I am. I'm like, I'm like, I get it. You didn't know that she, uh, I mean, she was, she was an only child. Now she's not. <laughs> I get it. It happens. So, um, what's your sister's name? Uh, Dawn. Dawn? Yeah. Buffy and Dawn? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't like it. We'll see, though. We'll (laughs) see. Remember when I forgot that Buffy had a sister, and I was just ready to end that I was like, are we really not gonna do this? what? What? (laughs) Um, okay, well, I still give the episode an eight. (laughs) Okay, good. Uh, yeah, it was fine. It was fun. Um, I think I'm gonna give it... Let me think. Okay. I think I'm gonna give it also an 8. Because I thought it was fine. It was a fine start to the season. Yeah, it wasn't pretty... Like, for what it is, it was done really well. Um, even though it wasn't, like, particularly exciting. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, but, uh, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Great. Great. Glad we're on the same page. <laughs> all right, everybody. So um, that's all we have to say about this episode, but we'll be watching season five, episode two next week. And I don't know what it's called yet, it's, but I'll probably know next it's week. Called, Maybe. It's called Real Me. It's called The Real Me. This is real. This is this me. This is me. Another Disney reference. Wow. Yep. I'm full of them today. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, until then, you could follow us on Twitter at Buffy underscore speak. Do it. And then, uh, you know, just go from there. Yep, yep. And follow and your find heart. Out, find out more. Yeah. Follow your heart. Follow your brain. Gut. 
all those parts inside you. Follow your nose. Mm hmm. And most importantly, your feet. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Bye.